A new idea of what equality looks like is taking center stage as Joe Biden desires to sign the Equality Act into law. So um, this is also taking place in the culture as we see that Mr. Potato Head is getting a gender-inclusive rebrand, according to Elise Soleil. Experts call the change important. Don't you just love that when unnamed experts say anything, much less weigh in on Mr. Potato Head controversies, which just lets you know that these are the kind of experts that we need to be listening to. Well, so what is the Equality Act and what are the implications of it? Because the reality is, is that Christians are sometimes the worst about this. We want to try to be loving, but we also, in the process of that, end up just glossing over things and stop thinking about the implications of things. You know, this is like the Patriot Act, right? The Patriot Act was supposed to be this thing that if you're a patriot, you love. Well, actually, we're talking about erasing some of your civil liberties as an American, so it's not really patriotic at all. And so this Equality Act is not really equal either. And so some sometimes Christians have a problem with this. While they want to be as loving as they possibly can and be perceived as being as Jesus-like as possible, uh, we cannot allow the Equality Act to be something that we endorse or that we sit idly by and watch get signed into law. So what are the implications of the Equality Act? So here's just a couple of things from the Family Research Council uh, that they that they comprised after looking at, at the Equality Act and some of the implications of this. So the first one, of course, the Equality Act jeopardizes women's privacy and safety. So the Equality Act expansion to the Title II public accommodations definition means that females would no longer have privacy in public bathrooms. So anybody can use any bathroom they want based upon what they're identifying as. So obviously this is a huge problem and an invasion of privacy. Okay, so there's many stories that we could talk about here. I think this is just on the face. This is the this is the most silly part of the Equality Act. So the Equality Act unfairly penalizes female athletes by allowing biological men to compete in women's sports. Now, this, to me, is the ironic one, probably among all of the implications of the Equality Act, because here we have, um, I would assume, a group of left-leaning people that make up uh, the feminist movement, certainly liberal, and they've worked hard to get to where we are today with women's sports. And there's almost a women's sport for everything that a man has, okay? And, and, and now that's all about to be thrown away and destroyed by the fact that, that women are no longer going to be able to exclusively compete in their sports. They're going to be invaded upon by men because, let's face it, the reality is, is that this is not a threat at all to male sports. There is no male athlete that's really going to be threatened by a female. This, this is just not going to happen. Like the MMA has already seen a man compete in, in female sports, but this is never going to happen in the reverse. There are no females who are going to cross over and start fighting men in the MMA. It's just not going to happen. It's ridiculous. So this is a real threat to female sports. Um, if, if men are allowed to compete equally with women in these sports, it's going to absolutely destroy female sports. The Equality Act would interfere with the medical profession. Now, this one's important, so listen to this. It would force doctors and others who provide legitimate hormone treatments and surgical procedures for patients with certain physical conditions to offer those treatments for individuals with gender dysphoria. Now, why is this important? Because the reality is, is the treatment for gender dysphoria in terms of hormones and gender mutilation, these are all things that were never intended for people with uh, gender dysphoria. Um, so the hormones that are that are given to uh, patients with gender dysphoria were never intended to try to help people with gender dysphoria. They were there for other things. 
um, uh, just maybe a man is uh, lacking testosterone or something like that, and he wants to get some extra testosterone, whatever. Uh, so these are incredibly experimental, and this is incredibly against science. But the point is, is that a doctor now would have to be willing to treat gender dysphoria with these non-medical uh, verified procedures. All right, so it goes on, and there's many, many things that we could say about this, but, uh, but the biggest one, at least in my mind, is this, is that the Equality Act erodes parental rights. Um, so w- what do we mean by that? That ultimately the government could step in if there is a child that feels like they uh, either have gender dysphoria or that they should be a different gender, and they want to take those per- uh, they want to take those uh, medical, you know, steps towards changing their gender. And a, if a parent isn't on board with that, the government can come in and take away those parents' rights. Now, I know the the first thing that's probably going to come to mind for even some Christians, because for the life of me, they will, they'll want to defend the Equality Act instead of think for themselves about this one, uh, is they'll say, oh, well, that's just fear-mongering, and what's the likelihood of that actually happening? The government's not interested in what happens in your home. Well, the reality is this has already happened in Ohio, that there was a, a family who had a child who uh, wanted to take hormone supplements and the parents refused. The child complained to, I think like a school guidance counselor when the, the school guidance counselor heard it, she then reported it to HHS and then the parents' rights were removed from, from caring for that child because they refused to hear the child's desire to take hormone replacement, uh, medicine. So, the truth is that this has already happened. If the Equality Act gets in place, it is an infringement upon the rights of parents to take care of their kids. So this is a very troubling thing. Another really big one that I think is important to talk about is the Equality Act would be the most pro-abortion le- legislation to pass the House in a decade. Now, now, why does the Equality Act and transgenderism and any of that stuff have to do with abortion? Well, here's why. Not only would this bill expand public accommodations to include healthcare providers, but it would add sex discrimination as a protected class. It would then define prohibitions on sex discrimination to include preventing treating pregnancy. Okay. Did you know that doctors already treat pregnancy? Yes, they do. That's part of their job is to try to help parents make sure they have healthy babies. So this is not what that's talking about. When it's talking about treating pregnancy, it's talking about abortion. And so what they're saying is that if anybody uh, refuses uh, or even doesn't inform that an abortion is possible for a pregnant woman, then what they're doing is they're actually practicing sex discrimination. And so now they're putting the weight of law behind uh, abortion so that doctors will feel that fear and be forced to offer abortions more and more and more to women as a normative procedure. There's certainly more that we could say about this, but the one thing that I want to be careful to do is just to be mindful of the other side here. So David Ciceline of uh, Rhode Island said this, when you tell people that in a majority of states in this country, you can either be kicked out of your apartment, fired from your job, or denied service in a restaurant because you're gay or in the LGBTQ community, people think that can't be true. Do you know why most people think that can't be true? Because it isn't. There are already protections in place for the LGBTQ community um, for this kind of thing. It is considered discrimination 
if you kick somebody out of their apartment just because they're gay, and you can be sued for that. So you don't need the Equality Act to do that. that that's just a lie from a leftist senator. Well, you should be used to that by now on the left. I'm not saying the right doesn't lie, but I am saying, because it's basically a political thing at this point in time, let's not pretend that politicians ever tell the truth. But, but this is not the truth. They're hiding the ball on this. So what's the real reason? Why does Joe Biden want to try to sign this thing into law, especially if he knows it's not going to pass the Senate? Because it won't pass the Senate. It needs 60 signatures, which means 10 Republicans are going to have to cross the aisle and sign this thing if it's going to become a law. Now, hopefully that will not happen, and the likelihood of it happening is very, very small. But why is Joe Biden pioneering this thing? I'm going to suggest that I think I know the real answer behind this. And so the first one is this, is that I believe that the left is consistently interested in moving the ball with the culture. I believe that you may not care about the culture, but they care about the culture. And if you're not willing to stand up for it, they're willing to continually change it while we sit idly by. So... I'm alarmed that you won't say with certainty that minors should not have the ability to make the decision to take hormones that will affect them for the rest of their life. Will you make a more firm decision on whether or not minors should be involved in these decisions? Senator, uh, transgender medicine is a very complex and nuanced field, uh, and if confirmed to the position of Assistant Secretary of Health, I would certainly be pleased to come to your office and talk with you and your staff about the standards of care and the complexity of this field. Let it go into the record that the witness refused to answer the question. The question is a very specific one. Should minors be making these momentous decisions? For most of the history of medicine, we wouldn't let you have a cut sewn up in the ER. But you're willing to let a minor take things that prevent their puberty, and you think they get that back? You give a woman testosterone enough that she grows a beard, do you think she's going to go back looking like a woman when you stop the testosterone? You have permanently changed them. Infertility is another problem. None of these drugs have been approved for this. They're all being used off-label. I find it ironic that the left that went nuts over hydroxychloroquine being used possibly for COVID are not alarmed that these hormones are being used off-label. There's no long-term studies. We don't know what happens to them. We do know that there are... Dozens and dozens of people have been through this who, who regret that this happened and a permanent change happened to them. And, you know, if you've ever been around children, 14-year-olds can't make this decision. In the gender dysphoria clinic in England, 10% of the kids are between the ages of 3 and 10. We should be outraged that someone's talking to a 3-year-old about changing their sex. Now, the reason I show you that is because after this, Rand Paul was attacked for being transphobic. Now, I know. Could you imagine? He's actually asking a legitimate question about parental rights and genital mutilation. And it would seem that there's a pretty simple answer to that. And the fact that there is not an answer to that was not the egregious thing for some people. The egregious thing was that, oh, his very simplistic take on this nuanced subject was transphobic. Are, are we kidding ourselves here? Uh, that's not what's really going on. But But the fact that that's a talking point shows that there's some aspect to what the left is doing that's working. They are changing the culture. They are changing the conversation. Here's what they're really after. They're really after power. They know that this thing won't pass, but what they can do is they can try to coax the LGBTQ community into thinking that they are their allies just simply by positioning this kind of legislation that they know will never pass. So what do I mean by that? 
So according to the Western Journal, they conducted a study across multiple generations, and they looked at the way people sexually identify throughout those generations. So for instance, um, they looked at baby boomers. That was the oldest group that they looked at. And 2% of people in the baby boomer generation identified as non-heterosexual. Well, shift all the way into the future to millennials, and 9% of millennials identified as, as non-heterosexual. Well, something interesting happened between the millennials and Generation Z, the next generation to come after them, is that that number almost doubled. So now 16% of adults classify themselves as non-heterosexual. Now, this is what I'm saying. That is an interesting voter block. That's a place for the left to start paying attention and start saying, hey, now if we can get these people on our side, we can start to win more elections. And this is what the Democrats are about. They're about power. And they're willing to utilize whatever voter block they possibly can to try to swing votes in their favor. By the way, this is true of immigration as well. They don't actually really care about Mexicans. They really just care about power. And so I hope if you're in the LGBTQ community, and maybe you even look differently than I do uh, as far as gender reassignment and, and whether children should be able to make those decisions for themselves. I think that's at face value, but maybe you disagree with me. I hope you will understand that these people really are only looking to use you, and they're not actually interested in your rights, which is why we must make a stand which is why we got to share videos like this and others like it, even if we are uh, afraid of being castigated like Rand Paul and being called transphobic, we have to stop being afraid of being called names. No, we don't need to jump in the fray and get outraged by everything and just try to get a bunch of likes by showing how disappointed we are. That's not what I'm saying. But we do need to be okay with being called names so that we can stand up for things that truly matter. Catch new episodes of Indie Thinker with Reed Uerman for free right now by going to YouTube or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Simply type Indie Thinker with Reed Uerman in the search bar and click on my face. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to stay informed when a new episode drops.